Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Good morning, ladies. Or good afternoon. I don't know. When do you listen to these? So this is the second time I am recording this. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I've never re-recorded anything before. <clears throat> this would be a first. Um, so I re- literally recorded this whole episode and I was about to send it over to my team. And I just noodled on it for like, I don't know. 24 hours and I deleted it. Nobody has seen it. And it was good content. I just don't feel like I conveyed the message, the the mental, emotional aspect that I was trying to convey. I conveyed the facts. <laughs> um, and I want to convey the mental and emotional aspect. So we got some mushroom coffee here. Um, and we're going to try this again. And the reason why um, I, I wanted to redo this is because postpartum is such a wild ride, man. Um, and it's I, I weight loss is this is coming from somebody who has had kids. It's like, I only have two kids. And, um, that's still like you, you get pregnant and you put on weight, you have your baby, you lose the weight, you, you get pregnant, you put on weight, you lose the weight. And I, it's, I want to come from this from multiple angles. And if you are really triggered about weight loss, then this is not a good episode for you. Um, this is definitely going to be a very vulnerable episode. Um, so please give me grace here as well. Um, we're on video for YouTube and I'm just like staring off into the corner because I need to like close my eyes and like really think about what I'm conveying to you here. Um, and there's so many aspects that I want to talk about because number one, you know, if you're struggling with infertility, um, I'm not being insensitive to that by talking about postpartum weight loss. Um, And I don't want you to think I'm being insensitive to that because um, it's, it's like, you know, when you're struggling with fertility, infertility, you, you know, anybody that has, um, that is struggling with something, you know, in terms of like having a baby, it's like, I would be so happy (laughs) to have that. Like I would be, I would love to be struggling to lose weight postpartum if, you know, I was having, if I had a baby. So, um, I don't want to be insensitive to that at all. Um, so that's my one thing that I do want to say. And then secondly, um, postpartum is such a wild ride in terms of weight loss and what that is individually. And it's, you do need to gain weight during pregnancy. And this isn't, I'm not even talking about like 
aesthetics. Like it's like, yes, aesthetically, um, you want to get back to where you were before you had a baby. Um, and you never will 100% be there. I don't know. Maybe you have stretchier skin. Um, maybe your hips are wider now. Um, maybe you have extra stretch marks. Um, your body is just literally shaped a little bit differently. Like clothes are going to fit differently, even if they're the same size. Your body is different. And I think embracing that and learning to embrace that um, and be so thankful for the body that has gone through this pregnancy and given you this sweet baby is so important. It's so important. You can't hate your body into a form that you're wanting. And I think that's the number one thing I want to convey is you cannot hate your body. You can't frustrate your body or torture your body into the form that you want. Like that's number one. That's really important. Um, and then, but then also, and this is the thing that, um, is so hard emotionally, I think, is that you, you feel so out of your body in terms of like, after you have a body, after you have a baby. And if you've had a baby, you know what I'm talking about here. It's like, you know, you first get pregnant and it, it's like this whole different array of clothes that you have to enter. Um, and this is, I'm, this is purely aesthetic. Um, so, um, you can probably think I'm really vain here. That's fine. Um, you don't look pregnant, but like your clothes don't fit. So it's like this awkward medium. And then you are pregnant. I mean, then you look pregnant and your maternity clothes fit and we're in this happy little stage. And then you have your baby and nothing fits. Literally nothing fits because maternity clothes don't really fit. And your regular clothes don't really fit. And so you're like in this middle stage of like, you also don't have clothes for it. And so that's not fun. And then B, it's just you you literally went, you know, from being pregnant and having this baby inside of you to then you're bleeding and you're sore and you're feeding a baby and you're up multiple times a night. And it's this beautiful gift that you get to give more of your body. Um, and it's this beautiful joy to be able to take care of your baby, but you also feel so out of control with your body, like literally so out of control and sprinkle on mineral imbalances, your hormones dropping rapidly, and you're just setting yourself up for so many things, right? So, I think that when it comes to postpartum weight loss, there's there's stages that need to come with this. Um, stage number one is is heal, nourish, heal, love on that baby, nurse the baby. Like um, I'm coming at this postpartum weight loss in terms of like if you are breastfeeding. Um, so that's going to be um, my point there. So if you are not breastfeeding, I think you can still take everything here, but you 
also will have some differences because um, you obviously don't have to pay attention to like um, your milk supply because you're not breastfeeding. So that's um, something you don't have to worry about. So when we're thinking of, you know, the phases of, of weight loss and postpartum, uh, emotionally, you need, you, you need to be supporting yourself emotionally there. We need to understand that we are embracing a new body. So you're never going to be like pre, pre-baby Leah. I'm, I'm going to talk to myself for this one. Never going to be like pre-baby Leah, Okay. I've had two babies and two pregnancies and that changes your body. And that's okay. Like I have extra loose skin. Thank you. Very big babies. Um, got some extra lovely stretch marks and that's that, you know, like it's never clothes fit differently. Bras will always fit differently. (laughs) Thank you. Breastfeeding. (laughs) Um, they will always, always fit differently. And that's okay. That's okay. My goal, you know, when after having babies and postpartum and all of the women that I've worked with postpartum and weight loss, I've been seeing this so much with my clients, which is why I wanted to touch on it, is that you just want to feel at home again and comfortable in your body. I want to feel strong. I want to feel... Um, I want to feel strong and I want to feel comfortable. Those are my, and at least in my terms, I want, I, those are, that's my goal. That's what I try and get back to. Um, and it comes in different stages. And so I had two pregnancies and so I can compare those two. And the second pregnancy postpartum was very, very different um, in terms of recovery and healing and I think a lot of that had to do with what I did during pregnancy and my focus postpartum. And the biggest difference that I did was I stayed on top of my minerals during pregnancy. I did uh, HDMA. I customized my minerals. And I also did that immediately postpartum. Um, So I wasn't tanked with Landon when I – Landon, after Landon, a few months after he was born was when I ran my first HDMA. I I had nothing in the tank. There was there was nothing. It's like no wonder I was so tired and no wonder my minerals were so depleted. And he wasn't sleeping well at all. And so this is with Landon and understanding and getting minerals balanced was such a game changer for me because I felt like after Landon, I felt okay. I wasn't exhausted. Like I felt okay. I was losing weight. Like I was doing well, but like I had to be on top of everything. There was no wiggle room. And then when I found minerals and I optimized my minerals, it was like this switch turned on for me. And I was like, this is so much easier, so much easier. Foods that um, my body didn't always love after optimizing minerals, digestion was a million times better. My energy, it was like, I just had so much more. Um, mood, it was just like when you when you have more energy, mood. And it's like, I felt like I didn't have to be so perfect with everything to achieve this. It was just easier. It was so much easier. And then 
I finished losing the baby weight and it just came off. And I was like, what minerals make such a difference? And I didn't feel like I had to be so on top of everything. And so, you know, I stayed on top of mineral support all through Killian's pregnancy and postpartum. And it was just such a smoother transition. Like, um, I, I got back down to pre-Killian baby weight so much faster. Um, and I had so much more energy and really think minerals had such a difference. And the other thing is I really, really, really focused on blood sugar balance. So we're going to like go over like the check marks, but I just wanted to like share that difference. And the also, the other thing I want to share is that I am now officially, I'm not quite nine months postpartum. And I am not one of those people that like three weeks after having a baby, I have lost all the baby weight. I'm not one of those people. Secretly before I had cans, I was like, maybe I'll be one of those people. But you know what? They, I'm sure, have a million other struggles that I don't know about, you know? And so we always think grass is greener on the other side. And so, you know what? I have the grass on my side. I need to focus on the grass on my side. And I think it's so interesting postpartum. I know that it takes consistency and time and nourishment. And so when I was about seven months postpartum, so no, 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 let's backtrack. So I was about four months postpartum and I, I felt like my clothes were starting to fit better. And then around seven months postpartum is when everything started moving a lot faster. And I actually had my sister-in-law scratch me up. She was like, what did you change? Like, what are you doing differently working out? What are you doing differently like with your food? I said, absolutely nothing. She's like, but every week I see you and you're smaller. I'm like, yeah, because I've been consistent since I had Gillian. And it's literally just takes time. And that is something nobody wants to hear postpartum, but you have to nourish your body. And we just want to jump onto these like, let me just do XYZ for a short amount of time or really cut my calories for a short amount of time. I just really need to get this weight off. But if we come from this place of nourishing our body and healing, then the weight will follow, but you have to be consistent. Okay. So I have been working out since I was four weeks postpartum, I got cleared um, by my pelvic floor therapist. And it was very gentle, but I've been consistently working out four times a week. Um, and then I've been walking. Um, obviously, once it warmed up, I walked a lot more. Um, I have been balancing my blood sugar since day one, since all through my pregnancy, very focused on blood sugar. I've been making sure I've been getting an adequate amount of protein been eating enough food so that my milk supply doesn't dip, especially with working out, staying on top of hydration, staying on top of minerals. Like there's so many things that I've been doing. It's not just like, oh, on month seven, I just lost all the weight. I've been consistent, been consistent since day one. And I trusted the process. And let me tell you, when I tell you to trust the process, this is not coming from someone 
who has never had to trust the process, right? You know, it took me a long time from when I had fibroadenomas. And it's like, if I could go back and talk to Leah who had fibroadenomas, you know, I would have told her to go find somebody <laughs> who had been through that before. Um, and it took consistency. And same thing postpartum, it takes consistency and trusting that process because that's seven months. If along those seven months, I was just like, oh, this isn't worth it. I had to notice the wins along the way. Like, oh, you know, clothes are fitting a little bit better. I'm so much stronger. I can walk so much farther. I can do more reps. I can lift heavier weight. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, so that's, you know, coming from that perspective and also working with a lot of clients postpartum, especially with weight loss. You have to support your adrenals. You have to support the minerals. And you have to give it time. But you have to be consistent. It's not going to happen overnight. So with that being said, these are the things that I think you should focus on um, with postpartum weight loss. Number one being you need to nourish your body. You need to make sure you're eating enough quality, nourishing food. Because if you aren't eating quality, nourishing food, you have nothing to fuel your body with for energy, right? And also understand that when you're not sleeping as well, cortisol levels can be higher. And <clears throat> that's going to make you crave sugar and carbs, right? So for me, understanding the science of that is really helpful when you're trying to plan you know, your food, or you're trying to understand why you have all these cravings, you're not losing your mind, right? <clears throat> it's science. So eating enough, nourishing enough, okay? Getting in enough protein. So I'm going to keep track of these on my fingers. So we're on number two, um, eating enough protein. You want to be eating a gram per ideal body weight. So it's like, let's say your ideal body weight is 130. You're going to be wanting to eat 130 grams of protein a day. Maybe even a little bit more if you're breastfeeding. <clears throat> you need protein, okay? And uh, none, none of my clients, when they first started eating enough protein, none of them. You got to eat. You got enough protein, guys. That's number one. Number two. We're on number two. <laughs> Nourish your body. Get in enough protein. Um. <clears throat> Are we drinking enough water? Are we hydrating? You know, are you getting in 120 ounces of water, especially with breastfeeding? With electrolytes. You need the electrolytes, the batteries for your adrenals. Which brings me to my next one. Support your adrenals. You need to eat enough to support your adrenals. But then also getting in the nutrients that you're adrenals need. An adrenal cocktail is great. It has the vitamin C, it has potassium, it has sodium. Great support for your adrenals. Getting in enough sleep as you can. This is coming from somebody whose baby's never slept. Killian is finally sleeping and it's wonderful. <laughs> but so many nights and weeks and months where he was up every hour, every two hours. And so what I did then was I would rearrange like necessities. It's like, okay, getting up before the kids and trying to have, 
you know, some quiet time, not a necessity when they're not sleeping. I just really need more sleep at this point. Trying to get in sleep whenever I could. Trying to go to bed earlier if I could. Seb was home, maybe taking a nap. Um, just trying to get in as much sleep as I could. And I would tailor my workouts accordingly depending on how much sleep I got. I would lower the weights if I didn't get as much sleep. I would opt for a walk or maybe like a Pilates yoga workout versus like weightlifting. I would tailor that. If I had really bad sleep, I would pull back on my workouts. So I wasn't pushing through. So important, okay? So eating, nourishing, like eating enough, nourishing your food, getting in enough protein, supporting your adrenals, quality sleep as best you can. Support your minerals. Minerals 10% more depleted at pregnancy. And then you also are just giving all of these vitamins and nutrients to your baby. Baby will pull what it needs to the detriment of us. So you really need to be supporting yours. This is where a hair mineral analysis is so life changing. <laughs> I literally just had a mom. Um, I did her hair mineral analysis while she was pregnant and she texted me the day after she had her baby and she was like, I'm ready for my postpartum one because she noticed such a difference and it's such a game changer. And I do this for so many people. I do it during the pregnancy and then we do it postpartum. And it is, it's when you can tailor those minerals, it's so important. Um, because you notice such a difference. Like I said, it's like that light switch turns on, um, but you definitely need to be getting in your electrolytes and potassium-rich foods. And I would probably be taking a magnesium supplement. Now, talk to your provider before you take any supplements. Um, if you go to the link in the show notes where it says get supplements at a discount, if you create an account there, it's free. It's a supplement dispensary where you can get professional-grade supplements. Um, you'll on the top left, it will say protocols and there's like one for magnesium. You can see all my different brands of magnesium that I really like. So you can look at that there. Um, if you're somebody that watch, listens on like Google podcast, I don't think the links show up there. It's very weird. But if you go to leahbrugeman.com and then go to favorites, um, everything's always there. And then we also always put the show notes for podcast episodes there under the podcast as well. So if you're ever like, I don't know where links are, that's a good place to go. Today, we are talking about something that I'm really excited about. So I have heard you, one of the biggest questions and requests, I would say this is pretty at the top of all of my requests right now, is people wanting an HTMA or a hair mineral analysis test. Now, out of all of the labs that I run, I really truly think that everybody, everybody under the sun can benefit from an HTMA. So I'm going to implement a new medium or a new stepping stone, a new program. And it is going to just include a hair mineral analysis and some of those building blocks that I feel like are imperative to your foundations. Okay? So what is this going to look like? 
Um, we are going to call it mineral magic, which I'm really excited about because it's all about minerals, right? Minerals and spark plugs. Okay. So what it is, is it's going to have a training component and this will be self-paced. So you are going to learn your basics that you would need to apply no matter what your HTMA said. Okay. So for example, blood sugar balance, we're going to be really teaching you about blood sugar balance and the importance of it and how you would navigate that. We're going to be teaching you um, how to understand your cycle from a health standpoint. We're going to be teaching you about stress and how that impacts minerals, how that impacts hormones, like how do you manage stress? How do you help that support your, your life? We're going to teach you a little bit about liver and why supporting your liver is so mandatory for your health and your hormones. And we are going to include a hair mineral analysis test. And it's going to include the test <clears throat> and the lab and the analysis and all the things. So what we're going to do with this is I have it set up because again, I know people are going to try and do this and just get this test. And I'm like, you aren't going to see the results you want if you don't learn um, the other aspects. So when I have it set up is your training modules have a quiz. It's like going to school, you guys. So I have this quiz for you and you have to complete the quiz before we'll send out your HTMA. So we have it structured um, so you can go through all your modules and it's not a hard quiz. If you actually watch the modules and you actually, you know, took notes, you will be able to pass the quiz. No problem. No problem. And once you pass the quiz, then we will send out your HTMA. So you will have about three weeks to start implementing these foundations and then you'll get your lab back and you can start implementing a more personalized protocol. So when you have an HTMA, I send you a kit. You will take um, a sample of your hair. You know, don't worry, it's not a ton. It's very easy, it's simple. You send it to the lab. The lab's gonna send me the report. So when I get the report, I'm gonna go over it. I'm gonna also go over your history because I'm gonna have you fill out some forms. Um, and I'm going to film a video for you going very into depth about your HDMA and how it correlates with your lifestyle and your symptoms and what's going on. And I'm going to give you a personalized protocol. So this is going to include some supplements probably depending on where you're deficient. It's going to include like certain foods to be focusing on, certain lifestyle choices to be focusing on, um, different support techniques, modalities you can use to help support your health. And it's all going to be in a nice handy dandy video. So you can rewatch as many times, you know, your protocol will be written out, everything will be there for you. And then you'll have a week um, to email any questions. You can email us any questions about your test and all of those things. Um, this is going to be a thousand dollars to get your HGMA and your training modules and your video analysis and your protocol set up and your week to ask questions and everything. If you go to the link in the show notes, um, you can go ahead and check out Mineral Magic and go ahead and join. Or if you are like, I can't even figure this out, shoot me a DM on Instagram, Leah, L-E-A-H underscore B-R-U-E-G. And we can chat about it there. All right, ladies, have a wonderful rest of your day. So 
that's what I would do in terms of like um, minerals. I wouldn't supplement with minerals outside of magnesium. Like I wouldn't be supplementing with potassium or anything like that unless you've tested. You don't want to play around with that stuff, but you can definitely do electrolytes. You can do adrenal cocktails, potassium rich foods like coconut water. Um, Potassium is your stress mineral. And a lot of times postpartum, um, you see postpartum thyroiditis, right? And sometimes a lot of women will have issues with getting copper um, moving postpartum. You know, copper does go up during pregnancy because of the placenta and without correct nutrients and everything, some women um, don't move that and detox like transport copper well. Um, You do need your adrenals doing what we need them to do to transport copper because adrenals produce what is called ceruloplasm, which is what transport copper. Um, and so when, if that doesn't happen, you know, you can become, um, you can get too much copper, you know, get copper toxicity or even hidden copper toxicity and that suppresses potassium, you know, um, copper also has a lot of effect on mental health, um, anxiety, depression, skin issues, um, definitely just like not like, what's the word, not feeling at home in your body, like, copper does a number on your emotional side and it also can for like because it depletes potassium in your skin issues and all of the things um and so really focusing on those potassium rich foods can be really really important for you because potassium also sensitizes your cell to your thyroid hormone which obviously is going to be affecting weight loss (laughs) right so potassium rich foods is really really important um getting enough electrolytes to support your adrenals. Okay. So you're going to be eating enough food. You're going to be, um, getting in enough protein. You're going to be nourishing your adrenals. You're going to be getting your minerals up and nourishing your minerals and you're going to get some movement in. Yes. I told yes. Movement. Movement's good for your mental health. Okay. And this doesn't have to be a run. It doesn't have to be a hard workout. Maybe it's just you get outside and you play with the kids or you go on a little walk, a 20-minute walk. Just get some movement in, okay? And be consistent. I, my husband is obsessed with ice cream. I think it comes with a Brueggemann name. (laughs) Um, And on date nights, we would have ice cream. And I did not give that up when we were, when I never gave that up, actually. I was like, oh, I didn't give that up postpartum. But it's like, I also had that while I was pregnant, too. And I still made it (laughs) to my weight loss. Like, it still happens, right? It's really about consistency. It's not all or nothing. It's like, every day I'm nourishing my body. Every day I'm getting in my protein you know, I'm getting in that movement. I'm supporting my adrenals. I'm doing the best that I can with sleep. Again, I'm not saying that coming from somebody whose baby just magically slept through the night four weeks after I had them, right? Never happened for me. Um, so nourishing in minerals is so important. And I think it's important to think here too. A lot of times we just go, oh, pregnancy ruined me. Babies ruined me. Like, no, I just can't lose weight. No, I can't do this. And we forget that a lot of habits change when you have a baby, right? Because they have to, right? But we also need to think back to those basics and those habits that maybe the things that we used to do, like maybe we did move more. Maybe we 
did focus on nourishing our bodies more before. Maybe we did focus on getting in our water more before, you know? And we also then need to remember that they do deplete us of necessary vitamins and minerals. So we have to make sure we replenish that. When we aren't getting those vitamins and nutrients, you know, that's where when you get undernourished, things stop functioning the way they're supposed to. Minerals are the spark plugs to your life. They're the building blocks for your hormones, right? So when baby is depleting those and we aren't replenishing them, you know, we're setting ourselves up for this roller coaster of not feeling awesome, right? And then the more babies you have, the more depleted you're getting. So yes, we need to focus on those habits that we had before the baby in terms of like movement and, and nourishment. And I used to go to the gym before I had kids and I don't go to the gym anymore. I don't go to the gym, but I still work out, right? So habits can change. They can adapt. Um, but the primary purpose of them still needs to stay the same, like getting in movement. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your bone density. It's good for your strength. All of the things. It's good for insulin resistance. Um, so that's what I would say. And then I would remind you that you need to be consistent. Okay. It's not all or nothing for one week and then for two weeks we do nothing and then we're back on. It's literally just about making simple changes that you can stick to and building upon them as you make these lifestyle changes. So um, we do um, do HTMA testing in Mineral Magic. Um, That is our newest course, which is a self-paced course on foundations. So you're going to be learning a lot about blood sugar balance there um, and liver support and all sorts of stuff in there. So I would definitely do that. And you do get an HTMA um, hair test in there and personalized video protocol and all the things. So I would highly recommend that. I would highly recommend that. Anyway, I hope that this second recording landed where I wanted it to. And I hope this resonated. If it did, can can you shoot me a message on Instagram? I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.